the Adara Spa to X Formulation Skincare to Airbnb hosting to being a working mom, it's time to talk skin with Julie Grosso. Welcome back to Skin Talk with Julie and Friends. Welcome back to Skin and Entrepreneur Talk. I am your host, Julie Grosso, and I am still pregnant. <laughs> Nothing has changed. Um, I'm getting down to the wire here, and I, like everyone at this stage, have Googled all the things I could Google, even though I already know, looked at all the reels I can look at, you know, looked at all the labor induction tricks. I don't, I'm not going to do it this time. You know, last time with Xander, I did all the things. I swallowed the castor oil. I did all the things, the spicy food, and it just hurt. Like, it doesn't work, and it just hurt. Um, but I do think what helped last time is I got checked so many times um, that I ended up having him early. So, um, but this time, I just, like, wasn't in the mood. Uh, I She asked if I wanted to get checked a couple weeks ago and I said no I just was not in the mood and I did get checked this week and I'm three centimeters so um you know definitely far along um but everyone's dilation means something different for those that don't know so the number doesn't really mean anything um if this was Xander I would have already been in the hospital and technically they can induce me right now if I wanted to and you know you would I could in theory have the baby right now, but, um, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm definitely in the mood to be done. I'm so over it. Um, and I'm willing to do some exercises, (laughs) but, uh, outside of that, I'm not, um, trying to push the date, um, for whatever reason. And it has been literally the worst week for our family. Um, just, Things that I can't share that are just a little private right now that are literally the worst thing ever for our family. Um, And the timing of the baby and what is going on in our lives is is absurd. And um, it goes to family issues. It's work issues. um, And... Of course, it's X Formulations anniversary. This week is 30% off. Don't forget to use your code before Friday. And next week is going to be fun specials. But anyways, there's just there's just a lot going on um, all this week. And it's crazy how life's timing is. And I'm, you know, happy to share it one day. I just, this isn't really the time. But it's really crazy to me how... Everything is happening literally at the same exact time for us. And I feel like that's just life. Like I feel like me and Taylor laugh often, as I'm sure you guys do too. When something happens, it's like becomes comical. Like how is it possible that this, 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 and this is all happening at the same exact time? Like what is that? There's obviously a reason, um, but it's... It's definitely a, an emotional week in our household, and it's already intense because the baby's coming. So, um, you know, that's taking a back burner to all the other drama that's going on. But um, I'm excited to 
not be pregnant anymore and to meet her. But that's where I'm at, three centimeters, not pushing it too much. I did have contractions um, yesterday, but then it stopped. So it's like the waiting game, you know, anyone who's pregnant right now, I feel like a lot of my Adara clients are pregnant right now. And anyone who's been pregnant, everyone knows the last month in general, and especially the last week is just mind numbing. It's like watching paint dry. You're just waiting, 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 waiting. And it's torture because you're just so uncomfortable. And you're just like, when is this happening? Because it can literally just kind of happen overnight. So Anyways, that's what's going on with the baby. And like I said, it's X Formulation's anniversary celebration. We are into our third week, which means Saturday is the last day of 30% off. And then the last week, um, we are going to do something different and include other products that we didn't include in the specials this month. So stay tuned for that. I'm excited about that. And, um, thank you for celebrating with me. It's been fun so far. I've been trying to just push out a ton of content and I have a lot of great help with everyone, um, on the XF team and Adara, like everyone has been so helpful to, you know, have my back and make sure that things are still being posted just in case. And we're kind of going overtime and, uh, when it comes to content, because I really wanted to put a lot of really good stuff out, not just the funny stuff, but the, you know, I was really trying to put out more educational videos so I can use these links for later when you have questions about ingredients and pore clogging ingredients and acne triggers and, um, you know, what some of these ingredients mean and the products itself, you know, what is a biocellulose fiber? Where does it come from? you know, what is Musa Sapientum? What, why do people believe in toxic versus non-toxic? Um, why does fragrance matter in skincare? So all those videos are up on my Instagram page. If you don't follow me, it's XF Skincare by Julie and um, use those links, you know, to refer back to later, especially estheticians. When you're dealing with clients, it's so overwhelming looking at a client's competitive product that they're currently using because there's so many different skincare brands out there and you can't be expected to remember everything. And so I tried to create these links and the xformulations.com website is there to be a resource for you. So when you are checking out a client and you are looking at their competitive product, you can compare and contrast their ingredients to whatever it is that you have and see what's good. You know, some of the stuff that your client has might be just fine And some stuff might not align with what she's trying to do. Um, It might be a trigger for her. So anyways, that's what the website and the links are for. So refer back to those anytime you guys have questions. I tried to keep, um, you know, this month, obviously, we went really specific on our products too. But there is a lot of stuff on there that are just general topics on ingredients and um, on pore clogging ingredients and specific ingredients. So that way it's more general information for everybody. So hopefully that helps you guys and clients who are just shopping in the future for a product in general, you know, refer back to these links and use this as a place of resource for you too. When you're like, Hey, I really want to buy this product. Someone told me to, or I'm, you know, whatever at the store and this looks interesting. Refer back to xformulations.com and look at these links and, see if, you know, it makes sense for your skin and you have the ingredient cheat sheet on the website and you have the pore clogging list on there and hopefully that helps you. So 
anyways, that's kind of an update as to what's happening in January. And I wanted to go over some of those links that I have um, and kind of dive into those a little bit more today. So let's get to it. Okay, so I'm going to start with, let me, I'm scrolling. So give me a moment, guys. And I'm sorry, I'm always breathing heavy, but I just can't breathe anymore. Okay, so um, mendelic acid is where I'm going to start. It's um, a, a few videos back, I don't know, probably like 15 videos back. But um, you can always go to the real section on XF Skincare by Julie, and it's on there. So I wanted to start with mendelic acid, and I was just going to go over some of the videos that I did, and I'm going to go over some of basically the ingredients and some of products and kind of dive into them a little bit more and explain a little bit more um, about product today. And so mendelic acid to uh, let you guys know for whoever does not know and for whoever just maybe needs a nice little fresh reminder, mendelic acid is going to be a really great product and ingredient specifically um, for acne clients. It's going to be anti-inflammatory. It's going to be great for inflamed and non-inflamed acne, and it's going to also help with mild hyperpigmentation. The reason it's so successful with acne clients is because not only is it a very fat molecule, and because it's such a large molecule, it penetrates slowly over time. So that means it's not giving you this intense, crazy flakiness and drying right away. It's very gentle. Not only is that a big reason, but also because it has not been wildly used, you know, over the years. Most people up until really recently were using just salicylics and just sulfurs and just benzyl peroxides. You know, most of the acne products out there, if you just look at them, those are the main ingredients. And so, and of course, you know, you have your retinols, um, which is a whole nother conversation and opinion that I have on that for acne. But mendelic acid uh, ends up being so successful, I think also because it has not been used as much. So people aren't really that immune to it and it is really gentle. So it ends up being really successful. The best way to use it is start with a low percentage of it and then work your way up. And in general with acids, if you can help it, I know salicylic doesn't always give you that option. Typically it comes in a 2% and that's it. But if you have that option with an active ingredient that has an acid in it, it's ideal to have multiple percentages of that same product and slowly work your way up to higher percentages as your skin becomes tolerant to it. This gives you a better result because we can't just be expected to use the same percentage and have the acne go away, especially if it's moderate to severe. So starting off a few times a week, just at night, adjust your skin. Eventually your goal is to get to every day. Eventually your goal is to get to a higher percentage. So if you have acne, if you have acne clients, if you have non-inflamed, inflamed, whether it's mild, moderate, or severe, oh God, you guys, sorry, mild, moderate, or severe, you're going to want to use mandelic acid. And of course, there's occasional people out there that it just, you know, it's not their thing. Clearly, we're not getting a result from it. So we need to switch to, um, you know, a benzyl, a sulfur, salicylic, what have you. But typically, mandelic uh, ends up being really tolerant to all skin types. So it's rare that we have an issue with someone using it. So it ends up being kind of the go-to acne serum. 
starting on 5%, working your way up to a higher percentage. So get yourself some mandelic acid. And then remember that that's just one word. What is inside that ingredient deck is what really matters. It's not just mandelic. You know, face reality, some mandelic acids also have lactic. Lactic is one of my favorite ingredients of all time. It is such a beautiful acid. It is light. It is gentle. It is anti-inflammatory. It makes a huge difference in the skin right away without being abrasive. And it really is good for multiple things. Um, But especially for anti-aging and uh, reducing some of that hyperpigmentation in the skin. So it goes really well with, um, you know, with acne clients, because typically we're dealing with both acne and acne scarring. So you want to look at all the other ingredients. You want to make sure whoever is selling you that mandelic acid, if you don't go with face reality, that there is no other pore clogging ingredients. It's not you know, controversial because that does happen where someone will be like, this is great for acne. But then you look at the ingredient deck and there's a ton of pore clogging ingredients or a ton of fragrance or a ton of just acne triggering ingredients. So actually it's not for acne and actually, whoops, FDA doesn't regulate anything and people can write whatever the hell they want on the box. So you have to be really careful um, to understand the whole deck. One word is just not enough. So hopefully that helps give you some tips and tricks on Mandelic. I prefer face realities. I'm sure there's other great ones out there. Um, I know Dermodality um, was kind of the leader in Mandelic at first, and they started using Mandelic a long time ago in some of their products too. Um but it's just important to remember to always look at the whole deck, you know, not just to look at the one word. Um, another video that I put out there was about the HA hydrator. And um, well, really, the video was about hydrators in general. And I'll kind of dive into both hydrators in general and then our HA hydrator specifically. But hydrators specifically are going to be, in my opinion, um, more successful at hydrating your skin than moisturizers. And that's because of the ingredients. Typically, when you look at a moisturizer, the ingredients in theory um, are really not as hydrating as a hydrator is going to be. And they're really there to make you feel better because people love that cream-based texture and they think it makes them feel better. But in reality, it's not actually hydrating the epidermal layer more, it is just making you feel better. (laughs) So of course there's always some hydrating ingredients, obviously in moisturizers. Um, it's just, if you compare a quality hydrator to a quality moisturizer, it ends up being really not that efficient. Um, the moisturizer itself. So I typically try to get people to use just hydrators. Of course, I have no problem. People want to use something afterwards, um, assuming it's safe in- ingredient-wise. Um, but if I can help it, I try to cut down on the layering, especially if it's not actually effective. And my replacement for that feeling that you get is to make sure you do more hydrate masks a week. I think the biggest issue people have is they don't do enough hydrating masks a week. And if we did that more and did that more properly and did that more consistently, we wouldn't have this feeling that we needed to layer, 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 layer. So um, our HA hydrator, the big thing for me is, you know, I've worked with so many brands over the years. Um, I mean, literally over 30 or 40 that I've been, that I've had really serious education on and um, many more that I've obviously just played with and used throughout the years. So 
we at Adara originally had about, I want to say four or five hydrators, um, that we sold and it was getting frustrating because I would be like, okay, this hydrator we can use for post-treatment, but this one can't be for an acne client. This one is great for an anti-aging client, but this one isn't good for a rosacea client. So I was be I was getting to the point where I was getting really stuck, always having to switch the hydrator per person because there was something wrong with each of them uh, based off of rosacea, mostly acne and aging. Um, and I needed it to be safe for post-treatment. So since our line was is created to be safe for post-treatment, aka the most compromised skin, I wanted to make sure I created something that was for everybody, that a rosacea client could use safely that an Asian client can use, that an acne client can use, so on and so forth. So a lot of companies would obviously claim that, but the reality is, again, the ingredient deck, what is on the back of that box? How is that going to help? So for us, when it came to rosacea and inflammation in the skin and acne and things like that, we needed to make sure that it was anti-inflammatory. So we covered that with our anti-inflammatory ingredients. We needed to make sure that that was going to keep them safe. But then we needed to make sure there was no pore clogging ingredients because then it wouldn't be safe for acne clients. And then we needed to make sure there was no dyes or fragrance because those um, are skin irritants. And so maybe you don't have mild, moderate, severe acne, but you have irritation in the skin. Well, that's coming from dyes and fragrance. So, you know, there was uh, a lot of things that we realized um, in our current hydrators that we were selling that just weren't matching up to all those different skin types. And then lastly was aging. You know, I just, I felt like the aging one we had was great, but then no one else could use it. And what's really frustrating is we have adult acne clients mostly at Adara. So they're like, I want to do both, (laughs) Um, which isn't an absurd request. But for some reason in skincare, a lot of the times acne and aging products don't always align. And I wanted to make sure I did that. And so lactic specifically, um, you know, the B12 specifically, there was a lot of different ingredients that we did. The ceramides really helped to make sure that we were hitting that marker where not only were we helping with acne, but we were helping with aging as well. So um, hopefully that gives you guys a little bit of, uh, you know, information on hydrators in general. Uh, everyone should use one. There's not one skin type that shouldn't. It should be AM and PM every day before your moisturizer or the last thing that you do before sunscreen or the last thing you do before you go to bed. And if you want to try to cut moisturizers, you just do more hydrating masks in the week. And that's the goal is to do no less than three times if you're oily and more if you're drier um, until your natural HA levels even out. You can use things like a silicone brush or high frequency wand to penetrate that hydrating mask deeper into the skin. And the more that you do things like that, the less that you have to layer. There's other layering that you do like vitamin C's and you know, uh, active ingredients and things like that, that obviously you can't change and help if it makes sense for your uh, skincare, you know, regimen and routine. But um, if we can help the moisturizer part, I really prefer to end with the hydrator as your end base if I can help it. But I don't have a problem with people using one after so long as the ingredient deck makes sense for their skin type in their skin condition, but I always try to end with a hydrator if I can help it. The next video is what is the best professional treatment for acne? So there's no question that it is chemical peels and it's a certain type of chemical peel. And the following thing after that would be light therapy. 
And those would be um, from a professional standpoint. Those are like the two things that you do. And then the rest is all about your at-home care. You know, how are you adjusting that at-home care? What are you using? And making sure that it makes sense for acne. So I think some of the biggest issues I notice in our industry is one, just a lack of knowledge on acne, which isn't estheticians fault one it's just how long have you been in the industry who have you been working for (laughs) you know school doesn't teach us anything so you know this is something you have to learn over time by becoming an acne expert and working with brands that are experts in this specific realm Um, but I have noticed over the years that people will do things like microdermabrasion for acne And they'll do things like really intense, crazy chemical peels for acne. And um, what I mean by really crazy intense is that they focus more on higher percentages of things like salicylic or whatever, um, glycolic, versus doing low-level chemical peels. So my, my big issue with the microdermabrasion is that that would spread bacteria. So that's a no-no. And again, no judgment, but it's really important for everyone to know, client and esthetician, that that is not what you should be doing for acne. You need to literally cleanse the skin twice, do extractions if necessary, possibly do an enzyme mask if necessary, if appropriate, if if it's an appropriate enzyme. Then you do your chemical peels, your hydrator, light therapy, biocellulose, SPF, that's it. That is it. That's all you do in the treatment. You do not do anything else. You do not stimulate the skin. You do not overly hydrate the skin with, you know, a massage cream or oil. You don't, especially stimulation in general, beyond the product that you're using, you just don't stimulate. You don't rub the skin, you know, at nauseum. This isn't a facial. This is a treatment. You don't um, use fragrance. You don't do add-ons that aren't necessary. This Honestly, the acne clients are probably the ones that you rare, rarely get to do add-ons with, depending on how your menu is set up, but you really can't do add-ons because most everything add-on-wise you aren't appropriate. You know, It doesn't make sense. Either one, it's a waste of their time and it wouldn't do anything for them, or two, it's going to hurt them because um, chemical peel is the only thing you should be doing. Up to four passes of the peel, that's it. And after the peel, you do your light therapy, your biocellulose, your SPF, and that's it. Um, But obviously someone out there is teaching people um, that microdermabrasion is safe and it's okay. And it's definitely not. And again, that's okay. That's okay that if you've done it before, it's fine. Um, Just don't do it anymore. And it's okay if you've had one before and someone said it was good for your acne. Um, That's fine, you know. That, that happens. People make mistakes. People don't know they're making the mistakes. It's not easy to be an acne expert. It takes a very long time to become one. And how would you know, you know? Um, and how would you know where to find somebody if, you, if it's not your world? So the best advice I have is find a face reality certified expert, but there's other great, you know, acne lines I'm sure that are very similar in the concept of what they do. But that's always my go-to because that's who I'm certified with and that's who I've been certified with since 2014. So that's my go-to, but it's really important that you just do low-level chemical peels. And so what you're looking for typically in the chemical peel is TCA, lactic, mandelic, kojic, azelaic, alcohol as your preservative, things like that. 
um, you don't want necessarily a high percentage of salicylic. It's not that I haven't used it. I've spent years doing high percentages of salicylic on acne clients. It just does not work as effectively. Um, it's more abrasive because it's a small molecule. It penetrates quickly. It gives you really intense post hyperpigmentation inflammation. Um, and if we can help that for higher Fitzpatrick's, especially we shouldn't be doing it. And it just doesn't seem to work as effectively. Now, does it mean that every salicylic peel out there is horrible and it doesn't work for some people? Of course not. But when we're talking about moderate to severe chronic acne clients, you really need lower percentages of all of these other ingredients, um, not just a high percentage of one ingredient like glycolic or salicylic to get rid of the issue. And it's better to do it more frequently. The other ones you would only be able to do once a month. The bigger issue is we need to do it frequently. We need to see you twice a month. And it always happens every time there's a new acne client, literally right before her appointment, she's feeling good, feeling good. And then right before the next appointment in the very beginning of the program, she's like, oh, you know, things are popping up again. Of course they are, because this is the cycle. This is why you have to come twice a month. This is exactly why you need to do low levels so you can come more frequently and it's less abrasive. So Um, just be careful to make sure that you're doing your research. If you're trying to find an acne client, I can always help you find one or sorry, an acne specialist. And if you, um, are trying to work on acne in the future, just make sure that you also do your research and try to figure out a brand that you want to work with, um, that is giving really great education and that has a really high success rate on treating acne and just understand that we are trying to treat it and maintain it and, There is no cure for things like this, but you definitely can get really healthy. I hate to use the word clear, but quote unquote clear skin, you know, Um, but it's all about managing it because it's not just about here's one product that's going to save your life. It's about a combination of products and professional treatments, professional at-home tools like light therapy that you're going to use consistently and then also your gut health and your mental health and what, what are other things that are exacerbating it? You know, are you using... Things like whey protein, are you taking biotin? Things like this are going to be acne triggers, so you have to be super careful. Um, so anyways, hopefully that's a little helpful when it comes to acne. Just just understand it's more complex. It's not black and white. It's not here's two products, here's one treatment, here you go. It's a combination. That's why it's called a program or you know, or it's called a boot camp because it includes so many different things that you need to be aware of. So keep that in mind. Um And then I will end today on why you need red light therapy, and then I will pick back up on the next podcast, but why you need red light therapy. And again, all these videos, there are clips, they're about, I think they're like 90 seconds or a minute because you can only do them for so long on Instagram, but they have a lot of good information on them. So feel free to save those, you know, in the future, if you ever have questions or comments, um, you know, about those particular topics, they're on the real section. So why everybody needs red light therapy. This, um, to give you guys a backstory for those that don't know, I've been using red light therapy since 2011 and they had like a hour day, like it was like an hour session on one of the days at school, um, conversation about it. And that was it. And I went to school for a year. (laughs) Um, uh, Aesthetics is broken up depending on where you go to school, but it's usually like six months for 
um, six months for, I don't even know what it's called, basic, I guess, aesthetics, and then 12 months for master aesthetics. And it was an hour. And it was only in master's, I think. So I don't even think they taught it in basics at the time. I'm sure, you know, things have changed and schools are different. But um, at the end of the day, we all know we don't learn much from school. So there was that. But I happened to work. um, This is where I become a really bad esthetician. But I happened to work at a tanning salon while I was in esthetician school. Um, You just can't make this shit up. So the interesting thing, though, although it was like my least favorite job that I ever had. Um, The interesting thing is he happened to take all of his bulbs out of one of his rooms and switch them for red light therapy bulbs. And he had a packet that had like two pages of the most basic, unhelpful information on red light therapy that ever existed And he threw it at me and said, okay, you figure this out because he was like associating this employee as the one that's going to aesthetic school. I'll have her figure out this new thing that I decided to do and she can be the one who tries to help me push this and, um, you know, and try to sell this. And it was marketed as just like this anti-aging tool and that was it. Well, at the time I had my severe acne came back um, and it became non-inflamed at that point because there was a lot of manipulation on my skin. There was a lot of mental health issues going on and there was a lot of medication going on in my body that were all acne triggers. And so um, I had already had acne, you know, from probably about fourth grade to junior year. I tried every topical, every antibiotic, um, did Accutane, you know, doxycycline, menocycline, did, did all the things. Had about a three-year break or so um, from not having it, but my skin was very stripped, raw, and red. And then I got it again, but it came back as non-inflamed versus inflamed. So non-inflamed are, are for those that don't know, are just kind of like little under bumps under the skin. And I had about 120 on each side. And so I decided the best way for me to figure out what the hell this machine was, was just to lay under it. And so I would, at max, spot treat with like a chemical peel on just one or two little areas because, again, mine weren't inflamed, so it was kind of hard to do just a spot, and I didn't want to do it all over. But I would rarely do that, and I mostly just laid under the bed. But sometimes I would spot treat with that or tretinoin and then go lay under this red light therapy bed. And I did it five times a week for 30 minutes and I took really intense notes every single day and pictures and did all the things. And of course this was a million years ago. So I'm like wishing I had this content, but it's just like, that's not like, I obviously don't have that phone anymore. I don't even, it was not even like, it was definitely not an iPhone. (laughs) Um, So there's just like all these things that I wish that I had but unfortunately I don't have it, but, um, I did great documentation on what I ate too, and all the things to see what, you know, if there was going to be a change. And I was really willing to do a lot of intense research one, cause I was in aesthetic school. So I was getting excited about just like, I didn't think it would work necessarily for that. I was told it was an anti-aging tool. I more or less was just like willing to try anything at that point and into experimenting And I was really enjoying what I was learning about it from a scientific level. So I was getting really into that. And I was getting really into the fact that it was this non-invasive tool that could help the skin. Well, what 
why I ended up becoming so religious to the five times a week, 30 minutes was because I was starting to notice a difference that within that first week of just inflammation going down within the beginning of the session to the end. So, um, not long into it, I was getting in trouble at work because he didn't want me to use the bed that much. The bed actually only set to 20 minutes and I would do an extra 10 cause that's what I was starting to like learn and research was like the timing. And I was also noticing it was working. So I was like, oh, I should probably do a little bit more time. Um, and I was getting in trouble for using it, which is so funny now because like, I, I would never do that to an employee, but you know, this guy was like the, he was the worst business owner, like the worst. I feel like, I don't know. I mean, if anyone knows a tanning salon owner, I'm sorry, but they just like, they gotta be like the weird, they're like the weirdest people <laughs> or he was specifically. So Anyways, I was getting in trouble um, for using it so much, but I'm glad I did because it really was making a huge difference in my skin. So I was becoming really consistent and I was everything he wanted me to you know, sell it for, which was all of his older clientele because he really didn't have younger clientele. He didn't have acne clients. He had older women coming in to tan. Um, so he was hoping they would do it for anti-aging, which is honestly hysterical if you think about it because some of these women are coming in using the beds, not just spray tanning. And then he wanted me to sell them this red light therapy, (laughs) you know, bed, like how contradictory is that? But, um, obviously he didn't know what he was doing. He just, he just thought he had something interesting, which he wasn't wrong. It was, it was really cutting edge, um, just a little before it's time and he didn't understand it and he wasn't willing to research and comprehend it. And the internet was different then you had Google, but it wasn't the same. And it really was so hard to get knowledge. I mean, I wasn't even getting knowledge on red light therapy at school. So it was, it was a lot of work for me and mostly a lot of trial and error with playing with it, um, to understand it. So I ended up not actually doing what he wanted, which was to sell a lot of it, a lot of packages for it because the clientele wasn't really making sense. It was for anti-aging, but I didn't realize that at the time I was doing it for acne. So my, my understanding wasn't about, you know, the, the collagen and all of that. It was more understanding of what it was doing for my inflammation. I just didn't grasp that part of it. So I couldn't sell it. I am very, I'm the type of person that can sell you anything if I believe in it. But if I don't believe in it or don't understand something, I'm going to be the worst. So I was the, I was like the worst in sales at that job. And I was the best in sales at every skincare company I ever worked for before and after that, but not there. Cause I didn't believe in tanning and I didn't understand what he was selling this for to these women, but I understood it was helping with inflammation and it was really making a massive difference and quickly. And because he had a whole bed, so it was really effective. It was a lot of LEDs. It wasn't just 10 little things on a handheld. That's not as as effective. You're going to take forever to get it to a result. So anyways, I did it for three months and actually all went away. (laughs) All my non-inflamed acne, which was amazing. And um, even the hyperpigmentation and the scarring in my skin went down drastically And then I just never picked it back up again because obviously I I stopped working there and then I never had a device. But then I would start buying them. I would buy random devices online that had at least, you know, like 50 to 100 and I would, you know, have them in my life forever. But they weren't necessarily like created for skin. So they weren't, you know, they weren't the best 
for wrapping around the face, you know, um, they were like square boxes or whatever. So I had always had it be a part of my life and it was something that I really believed in and all my family knew I believed in it cause they all would do it too for years and years, but we weren't using it like super effectively because there was really nothing on the market that was, you know, affordable for the face itself. And that made sense. And that was created for the face. So anyways, uh, you know, years go by and I'm working for many different skincare companies and they are slowly, some of them starting to be, um, introduced to red light therapy and want to have it involved. I worked for a company, I was managing a med spa and they started selling their own handhelds. And I was like, Oh, this is amazing. Cause I love red light therapy. I will sell a million of these. But then I got back into doing deep research again on it. And I realized that it was going to be highly ineffective if I had my acne clients, which I had at the time. I was starting to do face reality at this time. This was, you know, 2014. It was going to be highly ineffective because there was only 10, you know, bulbs, 20 bulbs maybe on handhelds. There's not that many. You need many LEDs to actually get a result. And it's not just because more is better, even though that is what I, it's like kind of the blanket statement that I say with LEDs, but because a handheld, you wouldn't, you would, let's say you did 15 minutes on the right side of your cheek. What about, first of all, you need more time than that, but what about the rest of your face? Then you're going to have to go to 15 minutes on your forehead, 15 minutes on the left side of your cheek, 15 minutes on your chin, 15 minutes on the side of the cheek that you didn't get in the first place like that. No one has time for that. So What happens is people sell these professional tools for at-home use that you actually don't end up using whatsoever because they're annoying and you then think, hey, red light therapy doesn't work because I'm not getting a result. Well, you're not getting a result because you decided to do it twice for 15 minutes in the corner of your face and you got over it because that's quite annoying having to move around the entire face and do 30, 60 minute sessions on every little section of the face. So I ended up not (laughs) selling that many of those. Um, because again, it kind of went back to my core of, Hey, I really believe in this. Like I love red light therapy, but this is not right. This makes no sense. Now, fast forward to 2016. I am at the international aesthetic conference in New York This is a skincare trade show for those that don't know. And it was about a month before we opened up Adara. Um, Or sorry, 2017 then. And so we were opening up Adara soon. We opened Adara on April 8th, 2017. And I had told Taylor, you know, that I'm 100% getting red light therapy. It's going to be involved in our business. I want it to be a main focal point. I want it to be an unlimited membership. I want people to do it right. I want them to have, you know, these bigger lamps and I want them to do it every day if they can, but making it unlimited, like a gym membership gives them the opportunity to at least do it multiple times in a shorter period of time to notice a result, not just one time. And he didn't really necessarily go for it. (laughs) He didn't really understand it anyways, but I bought all the machines. So all of the machines had already been bought. They were at my house waiting to be 
delivered to Adara whenever we got our last uh, permit. So everything had been purchased, but how I was going to structure it wasn't actually um, finished yet. And so I go to the aesthetic conference in March and I talk to all the big brands, all the brands that you're probably aware of, uh, that I will name nameless for this conversation. Um, but um, every big brand was there and the owners of these companies and the educators. And um, I talked to every single person about what my idea was. I was like, I'm opening up my spa next month. This is what I would like to do. I want to make it unlimited membership. What are your thoughts? How should I structure this? You know, this was a very new thought. And so I thought I would dive into how I should structure it with people that were selling red light therapy only. They would be the experts, right? Um, Every single person told me not to do it. Every single person, you know, kind of laughed and rolled their eyes and just thought like that was the dumbest idea and said that I should only sell them as packages if I was going to do anything because there's no way people would do it consistently. But my go-to, you know, comeback for everyone was like, but I don't understand because we, you can't do it once and notice the difference. It's all great. It's great that we do it in facials. I include it in every facial at Adara. Of course I include it in every facial. I believe in it, but let's not act like the acne is going to be gone or the aging or hyperpigmentation or whatever it is that we're using it for is going to be gone after just one session. That's, that's like saying one chemical peel is going to get rid of your acne. It's, it doesn't make any sense. And so I just really went with my gut and I was kind of annoyed that people would rather just make money off of red light therapy is what I was noticing versus using it to the benefit that it actually had, which was to create a great result for people. And all these people were also selling to the luxury market. We, we aren't selling at this point in the industry really to the mass market because everything was too expensive for a regular client to purchase. And also a regular client doesn't want a huge bed or machine in their house anyways. And people were just into making money off of it and that was it. And I had a hard time with that because then people are going to start to think red light therapy is not an actual productive aesthetic tool because they do just do it once. So it's weird. If you do it once, you're, you're not like, wow, that was amazing. So, um, anyways, I, didn't listen to anybody and I did what I wanted to do and I created a membership. It was structured a little differently back then, um, but it included many sessions a week, but it was structured a little differently. It was structured to a three-time-a-week membership, a five-time-a-week membership, and a seven-time-a-week membership, I believe. And then I ended up just changing it to unlimited. But regardless, it was a hell of a lot more (laughs) than anybody else did, and it was a hell of a lot cheaper than everybody else did. And I really believed in that. And I'm so glad I did it because the reason that we had much faster results than any other spa, the reason I always say that our red light therapy uh, rooms and memberships have been more insurance than I've ever needed in insurance because they repair the skin so quickly there ends up not being an issue because we use it so frequently before, after, during, you know, treatments. And so that ended up being the best decision that I made. And I was really happy I finally got to do it my way, the way that I wanted to. 
And now we've had over 7,000 people at the spa. Everyone has been given two weeks unlimited and everyone has it included in their facial. And we have a ton of people on the membership, you know, over the years that have done it consistently and, and are obsessed with it. They literally do come in some of them every single day. Um, it's like the gym, you know, it's not like every single person, every single day comes in, you know, there, there are days I'm sure you don't, but the more frequently you can do it and the more consistently you can do it, especially with something that has more than 10, 20 bulbs, 80 and up is really ideal. Um, then you're going to notice a really great result. Lastly, I'm going to fast forward to present day and talk about usage and skin conditions and how often to do it and really where we're at now. So now that X formulation exists, I've been able to take it to a whole nother level. So Adara obviously is able to do it consistently and regularly all of our clients, which is amazing. But then COVID happened. And when COVID happened, we had all of our membership clients really start to freak out, especially the ones that were at this point, maybe their skin was clear um, and they got the result that they wanted. But now they were using it for anxiety and depression because they were coming in so consistently for that. And so it was kind of a mixture of clients with skin issues still that were in the middle of their membership and then also a mixture of people that were using it for more health benefits and they really started to freak out. And so in COVID, in literally like I think April 2020, about a month or a few weeks after we shut down, I realized we had a major problem because all of our membership clients were freaking out. And I specifically felt um, you know, more worried about that than anything else. I mean, of course I was communicating with all of the clients about everything and ensuring them the business was going to stay alive and I was going to do whatever I could to make that happen. But I was so worried about them because I was, I knew how much people relied on it. And I personally understand that because I personally really heavily relied on it on many points of my life um, for not only skin, but then also for mental health. And so I really wanted to make sure that we just helped them. So I convinced my husband, who is not a contractor, by the way, and I have forced him to do many contractor little projects over the years. I forced him to make something called a light therapy tower because I just didn't know what else to do. And at the time, there was really no other option that I could think of. And I just didn't know what else I would do for these clients and everything they showed me online of, Hey, should I buy this handheld? Should I buy this? Something was wrong with it. It was just mostly, mostly the issues were it wasn't enough LEDs. There just wasn't enough. I'm like, yeah, I mean, you can, but you're not going to use it because it's going to take forever for you to get a result. Cause you're gonna have to go all over your face for 30 to 60 minutes on each little corner of your face. And so it was that or buy a professional device, which was huge and bulky and no one wanted to do that. And they're extremely expensive. So anyways, I made him <laughs> create this thing called a light therapy tower. And, um, we had about, I want to say 800, two, four, six, eight. I think there's about 800 LEDs in the light therapy tower. Um, not perfect because of the structure, you know, um, in regards to skin, you could, you, you would do like one side of the face and then the other. So that's better than like the handheld, 
But there was a hell of a lot more LEDs, which I thought was the most important. There was 800. And so I was really more concerned with that. And so we did that and we sold a lot, which means he had to make a lot, which took a lot of time. And he didn't stop working. You know, I may have had the business closed and I had to pivot to being online and communicating with our clients and making sure we were selling products online and, you know, just communicating in general. So they knew we were coming back and dealing with, you know, um, the SBA stuff and all of that drama. But at the end of the day, I wasn't doing what I was doing prior. I was definitely working a lot. And then I had X formulations was still being formulated, but it was just like a totally different, like random schedule. His schedule didn't change. He still worked from, you know, nine to six every single day. He didn't lose his job. He just went online. So he was making these light therapy towers at lunch, before work, after work. (laughs) And we had Xander, who was not even a year old at this point. And we had a business that had to, you know, what we thought was permanently closed. We had no idea like how long this pandemic was going to happen. So it was a very stressful time. And I don't know how I convinced him to do it, but I did. And we shipped out all of these red light therapy towers to everybody. And it was the start of realizing, oh my God, what about everybody else? Because we, the idea of going outside of Sherlington, DC, you know, my Adara clients, going outside of that was going to become a real, you know, thing I needed to start to swallow, a pill that I needed to swallow was I'm not just going to be selling to Adara clients anymore. If I'm working on this product line right now, I am going to be selling to the world essentially, but definitely the US. What are they going to do for red light therapy? Um, And it really hit me that we needed to find a solution for them. And so the light towers were the solution for that period of time. I think we kept up the towers for, you know, almost two years, um, definitely over a year. And he would make them in California. He would make them in when we went to DC um, at the house. So we had them on both coasts. And it was, it was crazy because it took so much time. I mean, it took him, I think we... We had, we had to ask him, but I think it took him 20 hours to do, and he could do like three at a time, which is a lot of time, <laughs> not including like the cost of what everything is, but that just is a lot of his time that he already did not have. And um, we really started to dive as the product line became closer to launching is when I really started to research manufacturers and how to create my own uh, mask and LED. And I started to really dive into that whole world, which is a whole different world than what I was dealing with, which was ingredients and working with a chemist and creating my own deck. I then was starting to try to find different people to manufacture um, or just people that I would be the manufacturer, but, but sell me the material, the plastics, um, to create this. Cause I really had an idea of what I wanted it to look like for anxiety versus for someone for skin versus for body. And, um, we did a lot of work and research on that for about a year. And inevitably we came up with just working with another manufacturer for the mass that ended up being the best thing and ended up being really the easiest solution. What was I going to be able to do that a client would actually do too? Not only is it effective because there's 80 LEDs, because it has your colors, your blue and your red. Yes, there's other colors, but 
I try not to speak on those because I don't believe that they're as effective. Um, and it's easy because once you put it on, you're not having to move it around. You put it on and it'll turn off when it turns off. And that's when you're done with your session. You know, it's not complicated. You don't want it to be difficult or someone's just not going to actually end up using it. And so that ended up being what we went with. And we didn't launch that until about a year after the the ink products were actually finished. And I feel like it really changed everything because then now my whole post-care line was complete because for post-care for me, red light therapy was always, you know, the main focal point at the spa. It just couldn't be online yet because I didn't, I didn't even think of that in 2019 because it just didn't exist yet. So full circle, we now have it where not only Adara clients have their unlimited memberships and can do it as much as they want with a, with a device that has more than 10 or 20 and they're doing it consistently. But we also have the user at home that can have it and do it every day too. And that was important to me. How can we get someone at home to do it every day and have it be affordable um, and have it be effective? Because there's a lot of devices on out there now fast forward to 2023, there's a lot of devices out there now that are maybe affordable, uh, unlike they were before, but they're not effective. And so I'm so happy that we finally have that option for everyone. And it has made such a huge difference. I love hearing your guys' stories about how it's made a huge difference in your skin and you love using it and you're consistently using it. It makes me so happy. So let's get down to how to use it per skin type and skin condition. So first of all, when it comes to anti-aging, you break down collagen every single day. So let's just keep that in mind. (laughs) If you break down collagen every day, you should probably use your red light therapy. You don't have to do it every day, but you got to use it pretty consistently because you're breaking down collagen every day. So if you did it five to seven times a week for moderate to severe anti-aging concerns, I would be happy. If you miss a day or two here and there, it's, it's not going to kill you. It's just that you break down collagen every day. So for the same reason, if you're trying to get to a a weight goal, you don't just do it for a week and stop. You would stay consistent um, and you would then maintain that. And so maybe you do it more frequently in the beginning and then maintain it. But if it's just a mild anti-aging concern, three to five times a week consistently to boost that collagen on a consistent basis every other day here and there, that's going to make a huge difference in the skin. Um, if you have an acne concern, this is where it's different. If it's mild three to five times a week would work. It would be fine. If it's severe, if you want a fast result, you really need to do it five to seven times a week and for up to 60 minutes. The reason it's up to 60 minutes for moderate to severe is one, because you have more lesions than others. And two, because there's 90 LEDs in the mask. If you had something that had more, you might be able to do a little bit less time, Um, But to have something that has more would be a huge bulky professional device that you probably wouldn't want at your house, but that you would come to somewhere like Adara for for unlimited um, services. So you have your options of at least my clients have the options, right? They have a membership. They have an at-home device. They can do both, especially when they travel. It's great. But you always do a little bit more on at-home devices time-wise than you would a professional device because of the LED change, the quantity of them. And um, then if you're going to do blue, it's always important to know you have to do red afterwards. And 
the common question I get is how often or how, how much red do I have to do after blue? As long as you do like five, 10 minutes, I'm happy. It doesn't really matter. Um, how much it's more just that we have to do at least a few minutes. Um, because of all the free radicals, we do not want that to be laying on the skin once we kill the bacteria. So keep that in mind. And then always keep in mind that red is the superior color and we should be spending way more time focusing on how often you're doing red in a week and in a month and in a year than you are doing blue. Um, you can kill bacteria with your acne specialist by doing a chemical peel. You can kill bacteria by doing a really great at-home product like Mendelic um, or whatever your spot treatment is. And focus your energy on red because acne clients will get a better result with red than blue because red is going to repair the skin at a rapid rate. It's going to help with the scarring and it's going to keep the skin strong. So although killing bacteria seems like what we go to and you would think it would be the answer, it would be the same equivalent. Think of doing too much blue as the equivalent of a client who's like, I'm on an acne serum and an acne cleanser and an acne mask and an acne this and all the acne stuff and everything is drying and nothing is hydrating whatsoever. We have to repair the skin to notice a difference. So red is going to actually be more effective for acne always. So just keep that in mind. Um, and then for rosacea, same thing. It's really just about mild to moderate to severe. So mild three to five times a week, severe five to seven times a week. And, um, it does help mostly who you're, who's mostly going to be obsessed with it is anti-aging clients, rosacea, acne, acne scars, uh, pore size for sure. Not necessarily that it's shrinking it, but it's keeping it really strong and healthy. Um, and then also uh, anxiety and depression. If it's a large device, pain management is huge. So hopefully that helps give you guys some tips and tricks on you know, usage and skin conditions and how we would use it for different clients or for different skin types and skin conditions. And just, you know, of course, you know, my personal history with it and why I'm obsessed with it so much and why I really believe in it. So hopefully this helped and pray this baby comes sooner than later. And I will keep you guys posted on the next podcast on all the other skin talk videos that I have created. And in the meantime, go to XF Skincare by Julie and look at the videos for help on different ingredients, different products, different professional treatments, skin types, skin conditions. And I'm always here anytime you guys have questions or concerns. So feel free to DM me anytime and make sure you take advantage of your specials. Now it's XF 30 this week until Saturday, the 21st. So tomorrow at midnight it ends. And then the last week is going to be a little unique because we're going to include products that we did not include for the last three weeks. So stay tuned for what that promo code is and what that discount is and what it's, you know, for. And thank you for helping me celebrate two years of X formulations. I appreciate it. I've had so much fun in the last two years learning, you know, what it's like to have an e-commerce business and just to have online relationships with my clients and estheticians. It's been really fun and really different. And um, you've definitely all gotten me through this pregnancy because it's been um, a challenging one. And to have my online community has really meant a lot to me. So thank you guys for listening and stay tuned. And hopefully the next time we do a podcast, you hear a little baby in the background. Have a good rest of your day, guys. Thanks. Bye.
thank you to all my skin friends out there who are listening. Do not forget to subscribe and don't forget your sunscreen.